Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, welcome back, listener, to our next meditation here at Voice of the Church. We're thinking about the second motivation for Christian love. Last time we considered our first motivation and why we are called to love. It is because of who God is. John reminds us that God is love and his character, therefore, grounds our obedience as Christians, as those who are seeking to imitate him. But here we come to our second motivation, again from 1 John chapter 4, and this begins in verse 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Well, here, John doesn't just speak about love for us in the abstract But he tells us about the manifestation of love that took place 2,000 years ago. The love of the infinite and invisible God became something that could be touched with our hands, seen with our eyes, and looked upon and heard. In Jesus Christ, God's love reached all the way down to earth. And we saw it when Jesus healed the sick, when he raised the dead, and when he forgave those who needed pardon. God's love here is most vividly displayed in Jesus Christ. But John goes on to also apply this to us and shows us how this all motivates us in our love for one another. And so here, our second motivation for why we are to love as Christians, it's because of what God did, verses 9 and 10. We often wonder in this world what love is, and there's many definitions floating around today. Even as people, we sometimes say that we love everything from our friends to our favorite pizza. We admire movies and books that display love. We sing about love. But what is it really? Well, here is love displayed for us. John says that God's love was manifested, revealed, displayed in the sending of his Son. Notice those opening words, God sent. We see here, love is a very active thing. It's not merely an emotion, but an action that arises from a heart of compassion. The origin of love is God himself. His love is supernatural, everlasting, and high above the heavens. Yet the wonder of the Christian gospel is this. The God who is love planted his feet in the dirt of our world. God sent his Son into time and space, And his love was exhibited in a concrete way so that fallen people like us might know God. Today, we don't have to wonder or guess at what love really is. We just have to look at the sending of Jesus. Earlier, we considered the love of Jesus, that he laid down his life for us so that we also ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. The motivation to love was founded in Christ's example of love for us. But here you notice the motivation or focus for our love is found in the love of the Father. How did the Father love us? 
Well, two things I want to highlight for you. First, John shows us that God gave what was most precious to him. John here says, God gave to us his only son, or we could say his beloved son or his unique son. Dear listener, have you ever had to give away or sacrifice something that was precious to you? You know, children often have a treasured possession they like to carry with them everywhere. Maybe it's their favorite stuffed animal or a toy. For adults, it's maybe our iPhone in our pockets. We all have things that we treasure. And if you ask a child for their treasured possession to maybe play with or to hold, usually they just hold on to it tightly. It's their favorite toy, and so they often will give you something else to play with or to try because they want to keep their treasured possession close. Well, John here tells us that when God sent Jesus into this world, he gave to us what was most precious to him. He gave us his son. In the scriptures, one of the greatest human examples of this is found in Abraham's story in Genesis 22. If you know anything about Abraham, all throughout his life, God tested him. Early in his life, God called him to leave his hometown and to go out on a journey of faith to a land that God would show him. Later on in life, when he was old, along with his wife Sarah, God told them to trust him to provide for them a child. And God did provide for them that child. His name was Isaac. But in Genesis chapter 22, Abraham faced his greatest test. God said to him these words, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Give me your only son, God said to Abraham. But if you know the story in Genesis 22, God provided a substitute sacrifice in Isaac's place. The blood of Isaac wasn't shed on that day, but the blood of a lamb was shed on Isaac's behalf. Well, here in 1 John 4, John is telling us, God the Father sent his only son into this world to be that sacrifice for sin. How did the Father love us? He gave to us what was most precious to him. But second, he sent his son to meet our greatest need. God not only sent Jesus into this world, but John reminds us that he sent him here to die. We need to remember what our greatest need is today, that we are those who have sinned against God. John says here, this is love, not that we loved God. We are actually people who hated God at times. We've chosen things above him. We've treated him as small. We've given him our leftovers in our lives. We've not always trusted in his provision or grace. We all have sins that we're ashamed of sharing even with other people. But John tells us God sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That word propitiation simply means that Jesus came to satisfy the justice of God by taking the guilt of our sin upon himself. All of those things that weigh on our hearts and on our minds, all of those sins that weigh us down, Jesus took upon himself 2,000 years ago 
and he satisfied God's justice toward our sin. You see, the love that God shows us is a holy love, a righteous love, a love that comes in the context of God's divine justice satisfied on our behalf. I like how one old hymn puts it. It says this, On the mount of crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide, through the floodgates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide. Grace and love, like mighty rivers, poured incessant from above, and heaven's peace and perfect justice kissed a guilty world in love. John here reminds us that our greatest need today was met by the love of God in Jesus Christ. And the call of Scripture is that we would humble ourselves, that we would call upon the Lord and ask Him to be merciful and gracious to us. God so loved this world that He gave what was most precious to Him in order to meet our greatest need. Well, how does all of that inform our love today? Well, John turns around and he says in the very next verse, If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. When we consider the quality of God's love that he gave his very best to meet our greatest need, we see that is how God is calling us to love. This means that we are to give what is precious to us, our time, our resources, our retirement years, our labors, our comforts, were to use these things to help others in need. When God helped us, he helped those who were in great need. Likewise, when we show love to people in great need, like the poor, the single moms, the handicapped, the neglected, the lonely, we are loving people like God. What area in your life can you love more like this? What are some of the needs around you that you can meet in love? May we ask the Lord today to open our eyes to see those needs around us. And may we ask him to fill us with his love as we meet those needs in Christ's name. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening today. We hope you'll join us next time for our final meditation. Until then, may God help us to love more like him. <music> 